I, I hit it late. I hit it a little late it. too. I clicked it once and I hit it late. Welcome, everybody, to Here's the Thing. This hero. is the podcast. Sorry. I, where I we should... say hello to you. <laughs> I should let and you we finish also, your intro. <laughs> we also tell you the thing about a thing. My name is Josh. I'm joined by Tyler today. Hi. Welcome, just, welcome to my being here. Just like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> just like every other day, I'm joined by Tyler. Not every day. No, I wish. Every not. podcast day. Mm. Great news, Josh. What? Yeah, go for it. This is my water today. That's you have a water that you have. I know. I watched it identified the, as yours. I watched it the whole way to the room to make sure. You, you personally got it out of the refrigerator. The and refrigerator. You personally opened it. And you personally drank it. It has not left your sight. Nope. That's good. I've been watching Do you it. remember... I, I was just thinking this because we flew out there and then flew back uh, last weekend. Do you remember when there used to be like things over the intercom in the airports and there would be signs and they would say, Did anybody else pack your bags? Have your bags left your sight for any length of time You know, throughout the day or whatever? And they would always make you stop and think about whether or not like you have left your bag somewhere for any period of time. Yeah. And they don't they don't so much do that anymore, at least that I've seen recently in the last few years. Yeah, that's that's pretty it's pretty good point. There's probably some digital thing now though that there's like there's probably some option now to subscribe to text the location of your bags at all times, reminders like yeah, maybe when you're leaving the proximity. Well, I don't know. You flew last, so that I might just be making that up. But it would be a cool I'd, thing. I mean, I haven't seen anything like that. The one thing that I have noticed in the last few years, though, is that they've been saying anybody asking if you need a ride should not be giving you one. Like it's illegal <laughs> to solicit rides at the airport. Yeah. So like people can't be like, "Do you need a ride to your yeah. destination?" Um, yeah, I, that, which, that makes sense. I mean, for a couple reasons. Number one, it could be super shady, and number two. They don't want it to be an unpleasant airport experience of just solicitors right. hitting you up constantly to give you a ride. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. You don't want to get kidnapped on vacation. You don't. You don't want to get taken. You don't want to get taken two or three. Lee, definitely, Lee Neeson's not coming for you. Definitely don't want to get taken three. No. Hey, how don't. great? How great is that line in Deadpool? <laughs> When, like, when Ryan Reynolds' character, spoilers, when Ryan Reynolds, I mean, you, everybody knows the story of Deadpool if you're, a, if you're a fan of that character anyways, but he's dying of cancer, he's looking out a window in the middle of the night, he thinks it's all over for him, and do you know where I'm going? Do you remember this line? I, I and, haven't seen the movie. And um, she wakes up, his girl wakes up, and uh, what's her name? I don't know, but she's on Wait, you haven't you haven't seen Deadpool? I haven't seen it. How have you not seen Deadpool? It's been out for a long time. I haven't seen it. Oh, by far one of the best superhero movies I've ever seen. And hilarious. I mean, hilarious. Not a family movie. I mean, they portrayed it as one to some degree. It is not. But it is so freaking funny. Anyways, well, okay. So, again, I'm not spoiling anything because you know the story of Deadpool. Wade Wilson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's dying of cancer. Uh, the uh, uh, Beautiful lady from Gotham wakes up. And he's like, you could just see him pondering, like tears in his eyes, kind of. And he's thinking about life, obviously. But his sense of humor, he wouldn't admit that. And she's like, "Hey, what are you? What are you? What are you doing? What are you thinking about?" And he's like, "I'm just thinking about taking three. <laughs> and like, he's like, "What?" And then, like, that's all he says. He gets back in bed, you know, and they're just kind of like laying there, spooning, doing their thing. And he's like, "I mean, at some point, you got to just think." 
Liam Neeson's just a horrible father. <laughs> and that was one of the funniest things to me because like it's such an it's such a raw emotional moment. Like the music's playing, he's looking out the window. It's such like it's like raining. He's dying of cancer. I think it's raining, maybe not, but I feel like it is. And and then he says that at some point, you just gotta, hilarious. You just gotta think Liam Neeson's just an awful father. Yeah, kind of a bad dad. Yeah, he's he's a tough guy. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me three yeah. times, shame on you. He's got a me. very specific set of skills, but one of those skills is not <laughs> parenting, apparently. <laughs> nice, that's funny. You should make that t-shirt. I should. <laughs> <laughs> Cecilia and I were talking about something the other day, and I was like, that should be a t-shirt. We've had, some, we've had a no, few I've good forgotten. t-shirt ideas. I know. I, I should make notes, and I never make notes. Ah, no, I'm going to start either. making notes. Because like, like 30 minutes later, you're like, man, I bet I had a good t-shirt idea, and I've just yeah. forgotten it. I could be a t-shirt millionaire by now. A mogul, as they call him. A t-shirt mogul. Yeah. Um, but not that one. I'm not going to make a note of that one. Moving forward, yeah. I'll make notes. <laughs> no, <laughs> the irony could be funny, though, if you're wearing a t-shirt that says, I'm a t-shirt mogul. This is a. This, That's actually true. Like, this t-shirt, I'm wearing this t-shirt because I make, nope, I don't know. You know. We could, we could make it funny. We could make it funny. We'd find I a way. I get the idea. Yeah. I'd, I'd find hey. a way. Tyler, tell me about your week. What happened? What'd you do? Man, this week is a blur because I don't think I did anything super relevant. I would like beyond hanging out with you this past weekend, but after you left, it was just back to the grind. I did my thing. What does your cup say? That's what it's a Deadpool cup. Dude, Deadpool I on did, that side. It says I, Deadpool on that side, and then it's got I didn't even know that's Deadpool what your cup said. <laughs> I was, like, I was just casually drinking from it. <laughs> it says Deadpool. You've never seen the movie, and you don't deserve. No, it. I'm a. I I love the. I'm a comics guy, though. Yeah, like, but movie so good. Um, no, I didn't. I don't think I did anything. Today's. Uh, well, it doesn't matter what the day is because it's Tuesday. Because that's when this podcast. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I haven't done. A, I haven't done a whole lot except for uh, work and family, man. The the core. That's what happens when I leave. Everything just gets Yeah, it gets boring. real it gets it's kind of sad. You leave and then there's a couple of days of like what now? What's the yeah. point? It's like what's the point even? And then we kind of fall back into routine. That's how most people feel when I leave, I think. Yeah. They're like, I don't even know what the point is anymore. Josh isn't here. Yeah. That was kind of It's you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a heavy load to bear, but I bear it. Yeah. yeah. Uh since I saw you last, I have flown back home in a in a plane a pilot flew me in a plane i didn't fly <laughs> and then um because that would be something yeah well i assumed that you were talking about a plane then, i think that you didn't need to explain it like well if, i just don't want to mislead our listeners like if you were an actual superhero then you would need to like explain like if superman told that story he'd be like i flew back home well actually well me and lois took a plane I mean, like, we took a plane, because obviously I can't fly. Everyone knows that. Exactly. Um, yeah, so we flew back home. I, um, I, I walked some dogs. Mm, that's right. You do that now sometimes. Mm-hmm. I do that sometimes. Uh, and they're real cute. Um, fun times. Love me some animals, so it's great. Um, and... I have I haven't played very many video games, which is odd, but I just haven't had a ton of time. Um, designed some T-shirts for a youth rally we got coming up, so again, that's cool. Again, the irony—like you were talking about doing things and watching things, and you're just 
you're already <laughs> doing it and acting like it's foreign to you. Well, like, I don't know what a Deadpool is, and then you pull the cup. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, we no, should make a T-shirt. I, I know who Deadpool is. I know. I know his story, but I read the comics. And I designed. I yeah, I have this. This has the second T-shirt that I've ever designed in my life. I think that's cool. Um, I did one last year for the youth rally. You're on your way to Mogul shit. Yeah, Mogulville, um, which is right next to Listenerville, which mm. is where all the lovely people live. Uh, but that's pretty much it, man. It's it's just been back to the grind for me too. Yep. You, you didn't build anything this week. You know what? I wait. I built the the table. Was that there when you got here, the little table I built? Off the side of the house, right? Yes. Yeah, that was there. I built the table, that. the fence, and the fire pit. I built that table like the day you came, right before you got here. Did you yeah. know that? Yeah. Yeah, you told me that. That's that the last crazy. thing. I, yeah, so I had an extra piece of fence, and I cut it, and I just stuck it on the side of my house. There's like a little floating. It's not floating necessarily, but kind of right there for snacks and uh, for... Uh, it's like a real good idea. The TV. You could set the TV there. Dude, we had a good time around that bonfire. That was fun. It was, we ate brats. We ate brats. We did s'mores. We did s'mores. I think I got bitten by a few things. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I had some, I had a couple marks on my back. Oh. I think it was, I think it was some bites. I had sprayed prior to that. But. But I got. Yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not blaming anybody. Bugs will be bugs. They do what they do. Bugs will be bugs. That's what I've always believed. That's, you know, the famous quote. So maybe we should get into yeah, what we we're going to talk right, about we should instead jump right of in. rambling on more, because I don't think people want to listen to that the whole time. No. That's what they listened to last week. I was going to say, we already did that once. We already yeah, used We that. shouldn't do that twice in a row. So here's the thing about music, right? That's what we're going to talk about this week. We're and it's episode, it's episode 10. Thank you for episode listening. Episode 10. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> nice. It, you don't even need that. that. Was better than the real one. Yeah, I don't even need to edit. You don't it. even need to edit. I might. It. I might um, do it right here or right here, or maybe not. Maybe right here. Maybe before that though. But maybe Una, it's a mystery. There's no way of knowing. Hey, that horn sounded awesome just now. There you, you go. Did it? Now I tied you to it. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you edited that in. That was cool. Uh, um. Anyways. Um. So yeah. Episode ten. We decided to something that's near and dear to both of us. If you haven't already caught this, listeners, uh, is music. Josh and I both participate in the playing of the music. We both we enjoy do. the listening of the music. Uh, we enjoy the writing of the music, lyric mm-hmm. and composing of the of the actual sounds of the melodies and whatnot and what have you. Those are all good things. We like those things. So we, we decided we, we like the singing of the music as well. And music, yeah. I think did I say singing? Well, I'm playing playing of the music and singing of the music. Correct. Yeah, yeah. both two different things. And then also playing with our vocal cords, which would be singing. So right. That's what I. I, that's I what sometimes I'm, enjoy the whistling of the music. Mm, yeah, I do. I love a good whistle. That gets annoying to people though. Real quick. Yeah, it gets pretty annoying. Yeah. Um, also, also, it may be. It may it. It might be. Whew. It may be. Did you just have a stroke? I had a Josh moment. <laughs> you did, too. That was totally a Josh moment. It may be that music <clears throat> is what brought us together or helped bring us together back in, the, back in our day. I think that's actually definitely true. Mostly true. Yeah, because, uh, because we... 
worked together for like six months to nine months, I think, before we yeah. even before we even decided like, hey, we should hang out sometime and like sing or do music things, and we did that, and then once it worked, it was like it was good, man. Then we started doing some stuff. Yeah, we've written a few songs. We did. We we've, we've written three. We've not now? recorded. We've not recorded them. No. So you cannot I, um, access them. But I Remind think... me later, I do have a thing on that, though, the recording. Mm. Uh, awesome. Because I feel like they could be instant hits if we did that and did it right. Instant classics. Instant classics. I'm putting it on record right now. So one day when we hit it big, when our tunes are coming on mainstream, trending now, Vivo, we're going to be like, yeah, remember when we were did that podcast about how then we were going to get famous with our musics? And then people are going to be like, yep. Uh, yep, I remember that. I remember that, man. Yeah, I listened. Cr- you guys did it. It's, uh, it's a weird thing, man. So I like, I guess we'll just jump right into it. Like, Music is, is strange. Music is odd. It's a weird thing. It's art. And, um, but beyond that, there is a science to like, popular music, I guess you would say. And we joke around all the time, like, when I was there, we were doing the four chords thing. Yeah. And and fitting just so many songs. So many. Into, into the same four chords. It's endless. And if it's, there, you know, it's been studied. If, if you don't believe us, you can um, go to Google. We explained what that was last week. And you can, <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can find this for yourself, but uh, most... Like the vast, vast majority of popular songs fit into four chords, and wherever you put them on the octave, um, it's going to be the same chord progression, the same four chords. Um, so whether it's you know C A minor F G, or you know that same chord progression but in a different key, it's going to be four chords. Most songs are four chords um, and just arranged differently. And it's, I mean, it's incredible that within those four chords, and even there's only so many different arrangements of those four chords that you can do, but within all of that, there are just so many different melody lines. And so, like, people can get so creative with just those. And then you have the songs outside of that norm that are not just four chords and the same chord progressions um, and all the craziness there. I I watched a video... um, uh, what's what's the channel? There's a channel on YouTube where um, there's a guy that explains things scientifically, and he explained why popular music is popular often. And um, the way he explained it is there is only a certain range of sounds that to the human ear are pleasing. Hmm. And within that range of sounds, there are only certain um ranges of combinations that are pleasing to the human ear which narrows it down even further and then within those there are only certain ways to make those come together in a way that like those combinations of sounds there's only certain ways to make those come together um in a way that's pleasing to the human ear so like it narrows down narrows down narrows down narrows down and so um, I think the I think the question he was tackling was, will we run out of new music? Will we ever run out of new music? Will there ever be no new music? Mm. And he said, it's like not not even close to in our lifetime. Will we ever like 
millions of generations we will still be making new music. However, the reason that question even comes to mind is probably because and we've noticed it a lot of a lot of music sounds similar to other music. Um, and that's why you have music genres and that's why you have uh, like tunes and you're like, oh, is that that song? And you're like, no, 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 but I see why you think I was singing that song. It's actually this song. Yeah. And songs sound like other songs. It's because there are only certain ways that are, are that we can put a song together or a melody together that sound pleasing to the human ear. Yeah. So it's along those lines, Keith... Um, there's a guy uh, in our in our uh, worship band, and he gets so annoyed. He's fake annoyed. He gets so fake annoyed by the fact that every time we do a song, it doesn't matter what it is, and it's in the you know church music genre kind of. I always find another song, a classic pop song or something <laughs> that sounds like it, and then I will sing it over and over again while we practice. And then when we're actually performing it, I always kind of look over and smirk. And then he just <laughs> shakes his head like, why did you do this to me? Because you, you can't unhear it. You can't. No. And there's and that's the thing. That's always my goal. It's a weird gift that I have. It's one of very few gifts that I have where I will hear a song and I will almost every f- time find at least one song that sounds like that song. And I will yeah, do you've, it. Yeah, you've pointed songs like that. You've pointed I, out songs like that to me before. It happens. And I, don't, I, I don't have. I don't that. do it on purpose, man. Like yeah. I will listen to a song and I will immediately start singing along the other song with it. And like, yeah. so I would be if like if I ever could pick a dream job, it would be to write mashups. So I was gonna say you'd be great at that because I mean, again, it's not like a cho- it's not a choice. It's just I was born this way. Mm. That was a song reference. That is a song reference. You should be on the next Pitch Perfect. I did not mean to reference Lady Gaga. Of all artists, Google. of all the artists, well, uh, she is an artist. She, she is an artist, and she's got some chops. Actually, she can sing. She does. She There's does. a lot of them out there that cannot, but she can. Yeah, I, I guess we sh- we should say so. We're going to share some opinions. I think. Oh, probably, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, along the course of this podcast, and please keep in mind these are opinions. Um, they are our opinions, and we will stand by them. But sure, they are opinions. Well, that's the and thing about music. That's why it's called art, because yeah. art is all subjective, right? It's all about how the person views it. So you can look at a painting and say, this is trash. I don't see anything here. And the next person says, I, I want to buy it. Here's $10,000. Yes. The reason that art works that way is because what's beautiful to somebody is awful to the next person, which is just okay to the next person. And music is the epitome of art when it comes to opinion so that's what's so beautiful man i i love when if i love a song that someone hates and then they hate a song that i love did i say the same thing twice just now i love us yeah i did you know what i'm saying though <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just switched the order but i i'm okay with that because that's what music is i mean that's what that's the whole point of it is you know, that's and you and I even have some things like I'll be like, dude, check out this song. I love it. And then you don't text me back. And I'll be like, yeah, he did not love it. And no, then no, the last time the last time you sent me a song, I did text you back. Yeah, you did. And I said, I don't hate it. You did. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, but that's that's what's so cool, man. And usually we agree for the most part on what we like and, and what's appealing to our ear holes. But. Um, no, it's cool, man. Music is great in that way. It brings people together. It tears people apart. And the main thing, though, within yourself, and I know we're going to get into this, is what it does, you know, 
a motivational speaker, a speech can be so powerful, but something about the simplicity of a song, just a simple, just a ballad, even if it is three or four chords over and over, but you put those words to that music and it's just like, whew. Like, so Kelly Clarkson has a song called Piece by Piece. Have you heard it yet? Mm -hmm. Okay. I was thinking this the other day, like, like I'm not an emotional person for the most part, but I'm driving on the road listening to that song. It came on like my run, random shuffle hits playlist, whatever. Like I started like choking up a little bit, like listening to that story. And you know, if Kelly Clarkson had told that story, it would be emotional. But something mm-hmm. about her putting it to that rhythm and that melody and singing it out, you know, singing her emotions in that way, made it. 10 times 50 times more powerful and it's amazing how that works because you can you could just listen to that music and it's music it's 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 sure why not i mean it sounds good Mm -hmm. but then you add that story that she tells in that song not sponsored you add that story (laughs) and those lyrics because i feel like we're going to be plugging some artists and yeah we will and not intentionally um but anyways uh but you listen to the, you listen to that, and it's so raw, and it's just like, man, that is what music is all about. That's everything music is supposed to be. No, I, I totally agree. I um, an artist that I enjoy very much. Uh, his name is Ben Rector. We've talked about him before. You've heard his music. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as you said that about her and that song, and that's a great song. Um, I was listening to a song by Ben. Actually, two different songs by Ben Rector have kind of hit me this way one is um it's called the men that drive me places and the whole song is about um conversations he's had with uh with drivers that have driven him to the airport to you know this location or that location um and he's got a line in the song that says um it says that's just the way it goes you're dealt a good hand um and you get celebrated um but you know nobody else understands like i can't remember exactly the lyrics but he says you know nobody else knows that i'm half the man of the men that drive me places and he's talking about these guys that are just working hard supporting their family one is um an older guy who built a business from scratch um doing what he's doing and he's supporting his daughter who's going off to college to you know study and and do her thing and so the whole reason he's done all of this is so that he can support her. Um, and he tells a story about another guy who is, uh, he's got a family at home and, um, you know, goes home and, and takes care of his family and, you know, has a you know time with his wife and helps his kids with homework. And at the same time, he's going to school for, uh, you know, computers and he's trying to, you know, he's trying to make something of himself by just working hard. And he's talking about how, you know, he's been given a talent, but, you know, like he, you know, when you compare work ethic and, you know, how hard these guys are working, you know, to him, he's saying that, you know, why, like, why do, he said, you know, and yet I'm the one that people pay to see, you know, like people come to see me and they have no idea of all, like the stories of all the other people around them right. that work hard every single day to, to support their family. And there's another one and it's called, and then you love someone and, that one like so i like i teared up listening to the one about like just you know regular guys you know and like the fact that he is thoughtful enough to stop and take note of that and then he's got another one called and then you love someone and it talks about how um 
like we kind of take love for granted and we we say oh i love that person or you know we're in a relationship and we say yes we love this person and while we say that sometimes we don't exactly understand what that means and like when when we actually have to say i actually love this person and here's why and you know overcome a certain circumstance or you know something that happens we like we don't know how to deal with that and you know we we didn't have love in the first place and he talks about the second verse talks about this this guy who has immersed himself in everything but his wife and everything except his relationship and um you know how it feels like the grass is greener you know always you know wherever he isn't and she can tell that you know the she, she, uh it says um she can see it in his eyes the love is gone or it has died and but they just are doing their thing anyway acting like everything's fine and neither one of them is saying what's on their minds and of course it says you learn to love the words you you learn to love to feel the words you hate to hear and um I don't know like it again it's like it's it's such a simple you know neither one of those songs are super bombastic they don't have a lot of crazy you know uh amped up band behind them it's they're pretty simple melodies and songs but the stories that they tell and the concepts that they're putting forth and you know the fact that like we talked about in our conversation podcast the fact that humans need so badly to communicate with each other and sometimes we don't even with the people that we're supposed to be closest to and how badly that hurts when it comes down to it and you know to the point where we would love to feel the pain and you know we would we would love to feel the pain of the words we hate to hear because at least that would be something feel instead something. of just playing yeah. house you know um anyway so that's i mean that's super deep and i no, I it's good it's good to give to those examples deep. though because you know we're born i did very little research on this but you know i looked a lot at the health side and i looked at the like the scientific side behind of music and we are born as humans seeking emotional connection it's just how we're wired and scientists are unable to prove it a hundred percent and to say it's a fact but they say very confidently that we are hardwired to, to love music like mm-hmm. you you don't really meet anybody that can't connect with like you, there's not songs that resonate like there's nothing more powerful than going going through something in life good or bad you know, it's a beautiful day, the sun's shining, and every, not a care in the world, everything's perfect. And then the next day, it's raining, and things are falling apart, whatever. But no matter what, there's nothing more great than a song comes on, and whether you've heard it or not, and it just kind of wraps up that moment. And mm-hmm. I've listened, I've had songs, and you have, and everybody has, you've heard them a thousand times, but that one time they now apply to something you're going through, and you hear it again, and you are like, holy crap. And then it's just, it's a whole new meaning. And that's what's so cool is the emotional connection. While you're listening to these words and they're just it's just another song, somebody else is absolutely just absorbing and they're 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 falling in love with every lyric of the song because it resonates so much with whatever they're going through in that moment. And that's what's so cool about it is the connection <clears throat> is so you know, it's so deep in music. And even when it's even when it's you wouldn't think so and you can read the lyrics out loud and it's you can listen to the music by itself, but you put them together and you get it's it's magic. It really is, and it's really weird how it works. And that's why and it's so individual. Since the dawn of the you know the beginning of mankind, music has been there. It's been an integral part of our society, and that's why. And I, it's you know it's definitely not going anywhere. And you're right. It's 
everybody's no two people, even the most unique set of twins, are not going to agree on every single song that's ever coming out. There's just no two people are going to have the same opinions on music as a whole. Yeah, and that's yeah. just that's just where it's at. But um, all right, so this quote. There's a quote by a musician. I'll have you guess the musician. There's only a few to choose from. Um, just kidding. It's, I think music in itself is healing. It's an explosive expression of humanity. It's something that we are all touched by. No matter what culture we're from, everyone loves music. Pretty simple quote. That kind of sums up what we're talking about. But anyways, that is by Billy Joel. Oh, that's not who I would have guessed. Nope. But the piano man himself. But that's, yeah. again, that's not news to anyone. But it's it's interesting to hear that. <clears throat> Because it's it's definitely a reminder that it doesn't matter who you are. Uh, you know, that's why new genres are created because you find someone, you know, you take the heavy metal screamo genre, you know, somebody who's like angry and they don't want to listen to, at some point they decided they didn't want to listen to Michael Buble. You know what I'm saying? Like that. that's not who they are. It's not how they felt. So there you go. That genre was born and now you have... You know, now you and, and that's not my style because I like the the deeper. Not that those that music can't get super deep, but I like the peppier, happier version. You know, the genres of music. Um, so it's so great that there's there's you know guys that can't sing but they can rap really well, and that's just how they spread their their emotion. That's how they let it out. I can't rap, but I can sing a little bit. But that's what. Um, that's what's so cool about it is people are always finding new creative ways to express themselves, express express themselves through music, and it's yeah. cool. And it's um, wh- one of the quotes that I I saw like amidst uh, the the little bit of research I did is um, Bono said music, and I like I've I've actually said this before, and not knowing that Bono has also said it, but he said music is music can change the world because it can change people. Um, and there are, um, somebody asked me a question a a long time. I say a long time ago, about a year ago, maybe over a year ago. Um, and they said, when, when was the last time you read or heard or watched something? When was the last time you consumed some, some sort of media that made you change the way you think? Um, and it was an eye-opening question for me because uh, I feel once we grow to adults, early adulthood, um, most of the time opinions and, and views that we have on the world are almost set in stone. And it shouldn't necessarily be that way, but we just because of the way we've grown up and, and our perception of society and culture and the world, we tend to stick to our guns pretty what was that? We we got another flyby over here. Ah, I think we're good. They're I don't coming. think they're. I think I don't think they're gonna fire. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Wow. So we we tend to stick to our guns um, pretty stoically, and we we uh, we form opinions, and we don't like to change them because that's our perception of the world. Right. And it. I don't think it should be that way. I think that we should be. I don't think we should be weak-minded, but we should be open to changing our opinions and our views sure. um, when given good enough reason to. And over the years, w- without 
on realizing it sometimes and sometimes um when you know when i do realize it music uh i think more often than any other form of art or media or whatever you want to call it has changed some of my views on life whether it be um my my favorite song in the entire world um actually the song the song that inspired the, the only the one tattoo that i have um it's called we all need saving and it it's the whole song is about this this guy saying um you know you shut yourself off from people and and you you try to make it on your own and you try to you know you try to be an island unto yourself and you need to open yourself up and let other people help and you need to learn to lean on other people because that's the human thing to do and so for a long time when i listened to that song i was like yeah i totally agree people need to be open to help and more recently in my life i was like you were talking about in a time where i listened to that song that i'd listened to probably hundreds thousands of times already and i heard it in an entirely different way because that time around i was hearing it as i need to be open to letting people help and i need to be open to being able to lean on people and um we we take in so much and you know whether it's something we read or watch or hear things can change our our views on on the world and life if we let it and i think that that's a healthy thing um and i do think music can change people and i think um a lot of times artists whether they realize it or not when they're making music they are trying to do their part to change the world um and that that obviously doesn't go to you know that doesn't that doesn't go for every artist in the world that doesn't necessarily speak for um whoever it is i i, I don't want to call it names we have opinions i, I have opinions <laughs> on artists that i don't really i was care interested for. to see who you were gonna call um out, but good choice you know but like popular there are popular artists that you may you know people may argue no they're just they're singing they're not even singing their own music they're singing music people have written for them right and they're doing it for the money which you know that's whatever if if that's what you're going to do that's what you're going to do and that's fine um but i i think at the core of it when when it's not about writing a song that I know is going to be popular from a scientific standpoint because I'm putting these chords in this order to this tempo and I'm you know I'm including these words and I'm repeating this thing here and I'm putting a hook in this certain place when it's when music is taken away from that and it is what I think it's meant to be which is art when people are creating art they're both making a statement on their viewpoint of the world and i think they're also even without knowing it a lot of times they're trying to do their part to change the world um for whatever they think the better is and uh like you see it so many times in song lyrics so many times song lyrics are inspirational and they they cause us to aspire to better than we are or better than society is um you know even a song like born this way like you we you know made a joke earlier but I think that song, at its core, has an element to it that inspires um, aspiration to be better and to to treat people better. And you know, and a lot of music talks about love, and it it talks about such high and lofty concepts that we, as humans, don't feel like we're ever going to master, and we probably won't. But it gives us like this super lofty view of these things that we can then aspire to. Um, I don't know if I'm making sense at this point, but I think music does change people 
Yeah. Um, and obviously yeah, not it, everyone and not the same way, but I think it does. Yeah, no, you, it, it does make sense what you're saying. It's just, it's, it's super deep. I mean, the, the music as a whole is deep, and I, maybe a lot of people don't look at it that way. I mean, if you don't stop to really talk or think about it, then it's just, you know, you get in your car or you pop in your headphones to work out and music plays and you just feel inspired. But here's why. So going back to, you know, you talked about the emotional part of it, but going back to the science behind it, um, I thought this was super interesting. I already knew this, but it was it was nice to read again. So uh, music can benefit our mental health. Uh, in a recent study uh, at McGill University in Canada, they found that listening to music increases the amount of dopamine produced in the brain, which is a mood-enhancing chemical, making it a feasible treatment for depression. Um, so enhances dopamine. That's the same reason, though, when you go to work out, you know, the reason people listen to music, I mean, the vast majority of people listen to music when they work out, um, it's not just to shut out what's around you and to focus on what you're doing. That's part of it for me. But another thing is um, it's constantly, especially if you have the right playlist, you know, it's constantly, you know, it's, it's the dopamine that is being produced in your brain is a big part of you get that's why you get done going for a run and you feel so less stressed even though you think your body's under more stress you're sweating your heart's racing but it doesn't work that way because dopamine's such a good thing for our brain so if you're looking for a way to relieve stress um if you listen to the right kind of music and you listen to music it will definitely have a very similar effect as going for a run it's not going to burn as many calories but it definitely will it'll definitely make you i wish it did that'd be fantastic that'd be awesome that'd be so cool um so fit yeah yeah it'd be great and then you lose like way more when you play music because you're playing it uh and then the other thing is um there's a lot of people that have um, health, mental health disorders and things. But when you, when they have, when they have certain songs, well, I sounded really Midwestern just now. He have, he have, when they have, when they have certain songs playing, gosh, when they have certain songs playing, um, they, um, it actually, it literally like helps stabilize whatever their condition is. I saw a guy on American Idol a few years ago. He had a really bad speech impediment. He couldn't talk. Mm -hmm. He was, you remember that? But he could sing. So it, it was so crazy. Like he couldn't, you know, get his words out. But then when he went to sing, it was just perfect. It was awesome. So there's a, and that was a physical uh, example, but it's it's pretty crazy. But that's you know the bottom line for me because I'm wrapping up like the science part of it. But there's a lot. If you want to hear more, you should go look it up. But 72 randomized uh, control trials, more than 7,000 patients that received surgery. Um, music was played for one half of them and not for the other half, and the half that the music was played for recovered quicker. Hmm. Kind of interesting. Um, how many? How many patients? It was seven thousand. That's a that's a pretty decent sample size. It is, and so the seven, uh, the half of that focus group that listened to music throughout the recovery while in the hospital. Oh, and then the cooler thing, um, I read, I kind of lost where I was, but it said that the people that got to choose the music they listened to recovered even faster than the ones that were just listening to the music provided by huh. the uh, focus group, whatever uh, that was running the whole thing. Um, if music was a drug, it would be marketable. Music is a non-invasive, safe, cheap intervention that should be available to everyone undergoing surgery. That's a quote from a doctor, which is pretty interesting. Huh. Um, so it's beneficial for patients with fibromyalgia, a disorder that causes muscle and joint uh, joint pain and fatigue. So it's, again, crazy. Fibromyalgia, you would never think, well, did you know that listening to music has been proven to be yeah, beneficial? Crazy. 
that's the thing. That's what we're talking about here. It's so powerful. <laughs> it's literally doing what drugs provided by, you know, provided by hospitals isn't doing. It's yeah. anyways. And obviously anxiety. We talked about that anxiety, stress relief, um, f- social factors, a benefit to, to, okay. So a good example of that. So with what I do for a living, I love, I have a playlist for work. Um, and so where I have to go talk to a client, I'm on my way out to talk to a client or go into a business meeting. I have certain songs I listen to. And I kid you not, I accredit a lot of success that I have in business to that playlist because I have days where I'm just, I'm not feeling it. I just, things are a little bit off. And then you listen to the right song or two or 10 and all of a sudden things just feel right. It just makes sense. And, you know, it's amazing when that happens, but it, it does, and it's very real, and it's not just psychological. A lot of it is what it's doing to your pulse and your heart rate and your blood pressure and your body temperature, and, and that all, a lot of that, ha- there's songs that make my heart race. I'll just listen to it. I can feel myself like, or there's songs where you're inevitably like tapping your foot and nodding your head, like you're, you don't even notice you're doing it. It's just the effect that it has on us, and it's a super powerful tool, and that's why you know certain artists can sell out huge arenas and it's just it's crazy that it's that powerful of a tool anyways it's I, it's really cool it's hard to explain i'm having a like i think we're both struggling again cuz that's it's an art and that's the thing when you're trying yeah. to convey art to a listener or what it means to you or what it does you know science that's why the science stuff i'm reading off is helpful cuz that's just some statistics, some actual facts, but the reality is it's, oh, it's helps with recalling uh, memory. So anybody that I was, has, I was going to say you hear, I've heard anecdotal evidence. Um, and I'm sure there are studies, but of people with like Alzheimer's or dementia, yeah. if you sing songs and it, it kind of brings them back to some level of consciousness. Yep. And well, another study is if there's somebody with short term memory lost memory loss, they can, they write a song it's kind of funny, but you can write a song about like the things you need to remember, you know, maybe mm-hmm. what your house address is or your phone numbers for, well, you know, whatever you can write a song for them and they can learn that song. And then all they, that song is way easier for them to recall than the, than the information. Like the lyrics just kind of come out That's with the music. Awesome. Yeah. Never That's thought like about a, that. It's like a musical mnemonic device. Exactly. I never thought about That's that. Super cool. It's really, really cool. So for this research, 89 people with dementia and their caregivers were randomly assigned to either a 10-week singing coaching group or a 10-week music listening coaching group or usual care. The results revealed that both the singing and music listening groups not only had better mood uh, and overall well-being, the listeners, yeah, the listening groups not only had better mood and overall well-being um, than the usual care group, but that they demonstrated better episodic memory on cognitive assessments. That's a lot of fancy wording, but they were able to remember things better, um, which is super awesome. So, um, oh, it helps with seizures, um, brain injury, seizure recovery, um, after a stroke, it helps renew body function. These are all things, man, that music does. So it's more than just art and it's more than just an opinion of, I like that artist or this artist. It is, uh, it's super, super interesting. And we do not have enough time in one podcast to talk about all of the things that music means to us or our culture, but it is really awesome. It's so exciting. It's cool. It, it's it's so interesting too. Um, yeah, there, there's yeah, there's so much to it. There's the art and there's the emotional 
benefits and aspects and um you know evidently medical benefits mm. um to it as well and uh psychological benefits and all this stuff and it's um it's too much to cover in an hour but um so i i I hope that what we're doing right now is, if you're remotely interested, where we are spurring you to do a little research on your own and really dig in and learn about some of this stuff because it's crazy awesome. It is. Um, real quick, I've got an infographic um, on my screen, and um, what it is doing is it kind of traces the genealogy of some of the music genres that we have, um, like back to their origins. Uh, to where to where we are now. So this isn't this isn't ex- extremely comprehensive, but it's um, it's interesting to yeah. see where some of the stuff gets its roots, and you, you can kind of you can see it. Yeah, sure. So um, we've got uh, a few main. The way this lays it out is it goes uh, back um, like about fifty or sixty years past. Um, or you know before the 1900s um and obviously music has been around far longer than that but um we've got a few main influences um in in music and genres we've got france spain africa jamaica usa and great britain um and then you know mixed in you've got we've got some you know caribbean influences and other things but um you know so from france we've got um you know france uh, has something called contradanza um, way back in the early, you know, late 1800s, early 1900s, and um, classical, um, you know, which which we we know what classical music is. We've heard that um, that you know some of that mixing together with uh, some of Spain's music, um, trova or bolero, um, guaracha is another one. It you know that mixes together and makes cha cha. Um, or some modern classical numbers um, that we know. Um, then some of that mixes in with uh, some traditional African music, um, and we get, um, you know, like like uh, we get some folk music, some blues, um, reggae, R and B, ska, um, and then you know over on you said uh, re- you said reggae, reggae. I've always said reggae, like like reggae, like reggae, like reggae, reggae, like reggae, reggae, okay. reggae. Hey man, sure. Listen to some reggae. I guess. Well, you said yeah. re- reggae, and then I, I've I don't I don't think I've ever I like I may have said that word out loud five, <laughs> six times in my life. Yeah, I agree probably. actually, but uh, it's kind of like saying Lady Gaga. Like Lady Gaga does Gaga. Lady Gaga does a great reggae performance she probably with. yeah she probably could sing some reggae music some reggae okay sorry go um, ahead you were you had a good flow going no it's, it's just it's cool man so like you know the and then well know, i'm gonna start listening African- I, I even after a little bit of research that i did and hearing what you're saying i am gonna listen to music a little differently at least for a while because of just the little bit of research that we've that we've done and that's yeah it's cool it's crazy to see these influences some of that african music the traditional african music um and and some of the jamaican music mixes in and you know that's where we get like the the folk and the reggae and um, ska, and then you know obviously you know rap is not super far removed from that, and and R and B. We've got soul um, that comes from like you know some of the New Orleans style, 
um, you know, blues gospel is is right in that um, the New Orleans R and B soul blues like it's right in that uh, jazz. mix as well jazz. Um, and then when when you start getting into um, like the jazz and um, like the soul, and then um, you know that kind of swings into uh, rock and roll. Um, a lot of the folk music has a lot of influence in rock and roll as well. Um, you know, big band, um, you know, back in the 1930s, you know, stepping back a, a couple decades, big band in the 1930s and, and 40s even. Um, you know, then you've got, you know, rock and roll, you've got Latin jazz and, and um, you know, jazz being a, sort of a, an American invention with um, some traditional African and Jamaican influences and even some, you know, Spanish and French influences um, and then, you know, you've got Latin jazz. So, you know, the, the modern jazz mixing in with some of the traditional uh, Latin music. And then you've got modern folk, which, you know, we have now, which is a lot of the uh, um, Mumford and Sons. And, you know, you know there was there was some uh, stuff that I, I guess would be considered modern folk even back in the 60s and 70s. And, um, and then you've got rock and hard rock and you have funk, um, which, again, takes some of the rock influences and some of the Jamaican and traditional African influences and ska and uh, you know disco and um, it's like and you know and then hip hop is a little further down the road and like all this stuff it's crazy um, it's it's like a never ending uh, you, you know like what which, which you would think of like a, a, a mad scientist in a lab just mixing chemicals together to see what happens and that's kind of like what we've done with music genres over the years for centuries and, and, and millennia. And, you know, we've taken a little bit of this music and a little bit of that music and put them together and we have a whole different thing. And that births, you know, a million different things. And, and now, like, it's, if you, you know, you listen to certain music, like um, uh, the one, the one uh, album that we were listening to, um, it's got Hey Brother on it. I can't remember the guy's name now. Oh, Avicii? Avicii, yeah. Um, that song, Hey Brother, it's got all kinds of influences it, in it. It does. It's got a little bit of techno. It's got some brass. It's got guitar. Um, it has piano. That's what I was going to say. I, this new thing of like banjo and pop music, I'm really all about it, man. I actually really... It's so cool. It's very cool. Yeah. And it, like... It, uh, I was listening to a song. There was a song on the radio. Um, I, I don't really listen to radio. I like to choose my music, but it was on the radio before I could switch my music on. And it was a uh, it was a pop song, but it had harmonica and banjo in it. Um, mm. And it was crazy cool. That's funny. And so I listened to the whole thing. I don't know who it was by and whatever, but it was pretty cool. Yep. Um, but it's it's awesome. Like you like people and people are finding new ways to mix new stuff all the time and it's crazy awesome and like and it, you know different kinds of dancing goes along with different kinds of music and then people mix different kinds of dancing and it's just it's so cool um it that's is. and like the the genealogy of music has always been something that's really interesting to me so it's the music i'm interested in and love i love seeing like where it came from and the influences that it came from and what other things came from those influences because maybe I will enjoy those types of music as well. Um, it's, it's pretty cool. It's very interesting. So, um, that was fun. That was a good, yeah, man, that was a good learning sesh. Um, 
<clears throat> again, so again, I want to go do my own extra research. Whoops, sorry, I'm making microphone noises right now. I'm just, I'm just trying to. It's actually not that loud. Oh, really? Okay, then I'm not. Yeah, um, I was making microphone noises earlier too. No, um, I didn't hear. I saw you. I saw you trying to. Um, oh, did you not hear? Scre- it? No, I didn't hear. It. I didn't hear. Okay, it. yeah, because I turned my input all the way down before oh. I did it, but I thought you could hear it and it just wasn't recording. But I evidently, could... you couldn't hear. I could have gotten away with it. And not said anything. I could have gotten away with mine. We would not have had to say anything the whole last... I'll, just, I'll edit this whole section out. No, you won't. You never I edit. I won't do it. I don't do that. You don't do it. Uh, One day something's going to happen where you're going to have to... stay authentic. You're going to have to actually edit something. Probably. I think you're going to have to. Yeah. One of us is just going to scream a swear or something. Like we're gonna, like we're going to accidentally say... We're going to accidentally forget to say not sponsored about the wrong thing. Yeah. And we're gonna get sued, and we're gonna have to explain that. It's true. Anyways, um, so, uh, man, I like talking about music. I'll tell you what I like more than talking about music is playing, listening, writing, singing the music. And I'm not yeah, saying that I don't enjoy talking about it, but talking about it is frustrating me. And I didn't know it would, but it is because it's just making me want to go participate in music right now. Yeah, I told Cecilia, um, we were on our way back. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It was the night before we left to come back home. Um, and I, you know, I left my guitar at my house. Um, I didn't travel with it cause we were flying and we were only checking a couple bags. And I told her like, I think this is the last time I ever travel without my guitar. Yeah. Um, well you have like, mine when you're here. However. Yeah. But for, for like, you know, a day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I should have said whatever, you could, I however said. I have to pack. Yeah. Like I will make sure that I can take my guitar anywhere I go from here on out. Like I so badly just wanted to play guitar. Well, you, you could know, get for a, days uh, before you could I got get back. A, a backpack guitar. That's what those are made for. You could slip them into a suitcase. The, yeah. But they're tiny little things. They are, but you can still kind of, you can do your thing. You could, they, they're, you know, make noise. I don't know. I like I. I really like. I always overpack anyway. So if I'm honest with myself, I could pack way less and check one bag and take a guitar along. And doesn't but Apple I, or there's like an electronic guitar too? If you want to like, yeah, go through the feel of it just by playing the like you can play like the yeah chords and stuff. There was you know because I like I was messing around with that little tune before I left your place yeah the other night and like I wanted to like work on that some more and see what else came out of that and i like i didn't have a guitar i couldn't do it oh it's frustrating um yeah it is frustrating so yeah i get it like talking about music is one thing playing it um you know if you enjoy that playing it is a whole different thing and i i think for some people music is just in them um it's obvious that's an obvious thing like music is just in some people um and you know that's how we get super talented musicians like uh, you know Bob Marley, and we we get guys like um, not John Lennon, not and not, not sponsored. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, just people that it's it's obviously a gift that they were born with, and what they were meant to do with their life. I mean, you, you can't imagine these people doing anything else. And um, it takes a lot of hard work. It's not all talent. It takes hard work too. But um, man, it's it's crazy. And I I think. The maybe the last thing we can touch on real quick is the impact that uh, these people have on the world and society as a whole. Um, not just because of their music, but their their music, you know, puts them kind of on a pedestal in our eyes, whether it should or not. But um, 
you know, in in the eyes of society, they become more than human. They become these icons and these, you know, crazy, untouchable figures. Um, and you know, people like Elvis Presley, uh, who became an icon. Uh, Michael Jackson became an icon. Prince became an icon. All extremely talented people in their own right, and they, you know, they should be praised for the talent and the work that they put in to develop that talent. Right. But because of the platform that they built, they also have such um, social uh, clout and impact um, that that people look to them, these artists, as kind of. And and this isn't always a good thing, uh, but people look to those people as kind of their their guide in life, their their compass. Their like, well, this person's doing it, so obviously that's a good idea. Um, which is why it bothers me when artists are what I would call irresponsible with their platform. Um, when an artist very obviously targets a certain demographic and that demographic is like younger kids for instance and then sing songs uh that again in in my opinion this may not be everybody's opinion but in my opinion they sing songs that are inappropriate for that demographic when when your demographic is 14 years old uh you know 14 year old girls or boys or both and you're singing songs about you know meeting your boyfriend and leaving your clothes on the floor and whatever else i mean you know, probably not the best thing to sing to a 14-year-old girl <laughs> or boy. Um, and so it bothers me when artists are irresponsible with their platform. Um, and it bothers me even more. More than that, it bothers me when artists say, I didn't ask to be a role model. Um, because you kind of did. Like, you got into this and you, you're extremely naive if you think people aren't going to look at you. And want to be like you, you know, if you make it. Right. Um, so be responsible with that. And that's why I, I so much appreciate So we, we did say we were going to plug a few artists that we really like. And we, <laughs> we're not sponsored. But there there are artists that I think are doing it right. And there are artists that I, I think are doing it wrong. And I'm not going to bash anybody. So I'm not going to tell you who I think is doing it wrong. But the people that I think are doing it right are um, Tyler Ward for one. Hmm. And thank you, Tyler, for introducing me to that Tyler. Um, My pleasure. And... He's he's fantastic and he's he's such a genuine good guy and he's he's been he's had struggles and he's been super open about his struggles and things he's been through um and he's a person that I think is using his platform uh to the best of his ability to to better the world and his community and the people that he has influence over um I think uh you know guys like Ben Rector and Andrew Rip are doing a great job at it Dave Barnes um you know like these are guys that uh you know they don't just sing for the fame but they they i think they make their art to try and do their part to change the world and then outside of that they also use their platform to uh be an influence for good um and to uh to live by principle and i i think show that um somebody that we both liked a lot tyler um and just recently passed away was christina grimmy um and we talked a little bit about her uh, a few weeks ago, yeah. um, and she she passed away um, just days uh, before the Orlando shooting, which was also tragic. Yeah. And the day before, right? Yeah, the day right before. Um, 
And you know, I, I said it. I think we both said it then. Like it, it's it's weird. Neither neither one of us knew her. You you actually go to church with her cousin. Yeah, uh, he's the guy is, I referenced earlier in the podcast. Yeah, that's um, that I, crazy coincidence. Yeah. but um, we didn't know her. I never met her in my life. Um, but f- for some like you know, and we were just talking about like her memorial service happened yesterday. Um, well, it no, was it, online and I don't with, know that it happened. You were watching, but it I yesterday? watched it yesterday. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was definitely, um, yeah. I mean, sorry, not to cut you off. It just no, it's okay. Yeah, she she definitely had such a huge realm of influence because she was a true artist that just put I mean, super talented. She could sing, obviously. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so well, but she just put it all on the line. Um, like she was who she was. She was a, you know, her faith and her family and friends like. Um, I followed her like on Snapchat, so you get to see some of that behind the scenes stuff, and it just everything that she did was um, pure artistry, like to its core. And I think that's where you were going with that. But that's what it is. I and it, I, it's weird. And like I, I um, like I cried when I found out she passed away, and that seems weird. I, you know, and I know that you know people get attached to artists that they like. You know, people grieved a lot when Prince passed away, or when you know, even when Michael Jackson passed away years ago, or. Um, like people, people get emotional when artists that they love. David Bowie, I know, had a huge influence on so many people's lives, and and people were grieved that he passed away. And it's, it seems like a weird thing if you don't know this person to grieve that much when they passed away. But I think more than the music that they made, that we will no longer get um, because they've passed away. I think more than that, we're grieving the influence and what they represented, I think, to us. Um, and, you know, the fact that because of their art and because they put themselves, uh, you know, kind of in a place where they're, you know, putting, making art and then showing it to the world is a super vulnerable thing. And because they do that, you feel like you know them in some small way. Um, and Christina Grimmie was like that. And it was it was emotional for me, not just because I like her as an artist, but because, again, I, I feel that she was one of the few artists that I think take their responsibility as a role model seriously. Yeah. Um, and I think she was doing a fantastic job at it. And she was a wonderful role model for young ladies and for for young kids in general, um, and even for me uh, as a thirty year old man. And you know the the fact that she lived her faith and was doing what she loved and was, you know, staying true to herself. Um, she was awesome. Um, and she'll be greatly missed, but I, it's, I think it's important that along with the love of music and the way music affects people's lives and the way music shapes our thinking, even, um, that we also consider the people that are making it, um, for the good or bad. Um, and the 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 amount of impact that they have on society and individuals too. I think it's, I mean, it's crazy how it's it's crazy. Like people that have become icons, how much influence they have. Yeah, yeah it's inexplicable. I mean, everything about music. You said it when we started, and we can wrap it up with it. It's weird. It's odd. It's not to be fully understood by any one person. But music is a unexplainable, awesome thing. Um, so yeah, uh, Cher said, until you're ready to look foolish, you will never have the possibility of being great. And I think, uh, I'm not a huge Cher fan, but I think that's true. 
And I think that's what musicians and artists do in general. Um, whatever their art is, I think they take a chance on looking foolish. That's um, that's almost a requirement, I think. If you're going to yeah. be an artist, you are you are you're going to look foolish because it's an art. And if you're an artist, you are going to look great to one person. It's, again, how we kind of started things off here, and you're going to look like an idiot to the next person. Yeah. Um, and that's okay because you're an artist and that's why you choose to do what you do because it's not about what people think. It's you putting your emotions out there and doing what you do, whether you're super talented or not. Some people aren't super talented, but because their lyrics, because they're so raw and so real, they still people still swarm to see them because they, they really just want to be around that person because of what they exude. So yeah, it's, it's cool, man. It's definitely a, it's about the passion. It's all about the passion. I, you know, it's it's like um, it's weird. Like we love, like we as a society love artists. We love musicians. We love people that make beautiful things. But when any one of us says to our friends or our parents, "I think I would like to be a musician," it's like, "Whoa, hey, whoa, hey, no, don't do that. Don't do that. That's a terrible idea. You shouldn't do that." Like. You know, like saying that you want to be a musician, uh, saying that you want to make music with your life is, you know, people are like, ooh, I don't, probably shouldn't do that. That's not like, you know, and then people go straight to, uh, you know, it's not a steady income. You're probably going to be poor for a long time. And right. what if you don't make it? And, you know, like people, people are, are so quick to love, you know, new artists and, and artists that they have known for a long time and the music they create and the, the, the art that they create. But when, when one of us says, "I think I would like to do that," it's like yeah, everybody's yeah, like, let's... "Whoa, hey, <laughs> no, don't do that." Yeah, it's it's weird. Like it's it's um, it's still like a, it's I, it's not frowned upon, I guess, but it's uh, you you get a lot of odd looks, and it like it's I guess part of the thing of being foolish, you know, looking foolish for your art. But you get weird looks, and you get um, a lot of. <sighs> Mm, don't know if that's a good idea uh, when you tell people that you want to do that. And I've I've gotten a lot of that throughout my life. Um, and I'm sure you have too. Sure. Yeah, I mean, so. and, and I think, yeah, that's why you see these insecure kids get up on America's Got Talent or American Idol yeah. or The Voice and absolutely just slay because they've been hiding in their musical closet for years listening to people say that they can't do it. And that's how the story goes almost every time. I was just talking to Casey about that, how you always get these inspirational stories that are so, so similar before yeah. they go out there and perform. They're like, well, like there's that one girl on America's Got Talent this year, Grace Vanderwall, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like, she's like, yeah, my friends don't even know I'm singing. I don't even know I sing. Yeah. And so and you're like, what? Yeah. She's so great. Yeah. And she's going to be, you know, I think this will be definitely that name will become a household name sooner than later but um but anyways yeah it's it's anyways we could go on forever man we could we could go we on could. for we could go on for a long long time maybe it's maybe it's time to wrap it up here uh suffice it to say if you love music half as much as we do uh let us know who your favorite artists are your favorite songs um whatever just your favorite thing about music whatever it is if if you would be willing to share that with us, we love hearing new music. We love looking and finding new music, um, and we would love to just have a conversation about music with you, if you so choose to do that. So, um, hit us up. You can do that a few ways. You can hit us up at here's the thing cast at gmail.com. 
uh, Here's a Thing Cast. No, I'm sorry. Facebook.com slash Here's a Thing Cast. SoundCloud.com slash Here's a Thing Cast. Uh, shoot us a message. Leave a comment. Um, email us. Get a hold of us. We love to talk to people and especially about music. We would love to talk to you about music. You can tell us why we're wrong about whatever we think. We can tell you why you're wrong about whatever you think. We won't do that. We'll be nice. Um, but we just like to talk about music. I like Even when I've gotten in a quote-unquote heated debate about music, I'm still happy because I'm talking about music, and I love talking about music. So um, hit us up. We'd love to talk to you about this or whatever else you'd like to talk about. If you just want to talk about your day or a cool video game you got or a, the wart you found last night, we'll talk about that stuff. I probably won't. I probably won't I'll, talk. I probably won't talk about the warts. I mean, maybe if it's super. I'll talk about your warts. If it's super interesting, yeah, call Josh for that one. Yeah, I'll talk about your warts. Well, don't call me. Call. I'm not giving out my phone number. You can email. You can reach Josh at. Wow, blah 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 blah. That's the part <laughs> I'll edit right there. Uh, so hit us up. We want to talk to you. Um, if you would do us a couple more favors, you guys have been so awesome so far. So We've awesome, man. We have listening. good listeners. We have good listeners. And, dude, I, I saw a new review came through on iTunes, um, so I'm happy about that. Um, and people have been so supportive. People have, have uh, been uh, reaching out to both Tyler and I, uh, Tyler and me. Um, it's, that is the correct time to, to use me, and so I will use me, Tyler and me, mm, um, just, about the podcast. It feels weird. And um, we've had good responses so far. I haven't had anybody say that they hated it, so I think we're going to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, even if somebody says they hate it, we'll probably keep doing probably. it. Probably. Um, that makes me – I, I want to do – I'll do it even more. Yeah, even harder is what we'll do. Uh, I chose so. not to use that word, but you apparently felt like it I was knew that was I knew that was where you're going with it, so I, I went with it. Um, but thank you for listening and thank you for supporting. Um, if you guys would do us a couple favors, if you haven't already, please um, head over to Facebook.com/slash Here's the Thingcast, like our page, like it, um, and you can even turn on notifications for our page so you know every time we make a post. And us making a post is, is going to be one of two things. You ready? It's going to be a new episode or it's going to be something hilarious. And if it's not one of those two things, we're not going to post. So you're not going to be wasting your time on Facebook staring at a whole bunch of promotional posts from us all the time. It's not going to happen. I promise. You won't get annoyed with us. So go over to Facebook.com slash Here's the Thingcast. Like our page. And then if you would also search us on iTunes and subscribe so that you don't miss uh, an episode there. Um, and give us a rating while you're at it, if you would. We would love a five-star rating, but you can do whatever your little heart desires. And if you would also love to leave words along with your rating, we would very much appreciate that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So there's your homework, there along with uh, sending us an email or leaving a comment about music. Same um, homework as last week, same homework as next week. Exactly. Actually, uh, in addition, I would say extra credit research music some more because yes. that's great yeah and that's on the honor system you that's can on give the yourself that extra credit if yep. you actually do it don't give yourself extra credit if you didn't do research don't do it that's super talking dishonest. to you joe yeah you know you know what i'm saying joe is about to do it he's about to mark himself up for extra credit you, you can do it i'm Lick trying to i'm trying to figure out if like we you know that we have a listener named joe or if you're just using a very vague name so that somebody we named joe. definitely have a listener named joe Okay. If your name is Joe, write in. Or Joey. That's also a, a possibility. A variation of a Joe. And I bet yeah. we have at least one John. We probably do. Maybe a Ashley or a Sarah. We have we have at least one Tyler. 
At least one Tyler. Yeah, we know that to be true. <laughs> um, we're getting off so far on a tangent again. Listen, thank sorry, you for sorry, listening. Sorry, it's Listen, me. It's thank me. you for listening. Uh, why do I do that? You do. Just it's, thank you for listening. No, I like it. It's all. like, listen, and thank you f- for doing the thing I just for asked you that. to do. That's right. normal. Like, can you pass me that? Thank you. You ask somebody something, and then you give your gratitude yeah. for doing them doing the thing you asked them to do. Okay. All right. All right. I'm right with it. Okay. Don't do it again. Though. Um, I won't. I'll try not to. <laughs> Listen, I'll try not to do it. Uh, that's great. Uh, okay. So everybody have a great week. Tyler, you have a great week. Josh, you have a great week. Thank you for being. Um, wait. No. Thank you for being on the podcast that is also yours. I, <laughs> I don't know why I was about to thank you for being here. Uh, thank, this is also your thing. Thank you so, so much for letting me come back to our podcast. Yeah, anytime. It, um, technically, you could just one day be like, just throw a podcast up that's just you and be like, oh, dude, I totally forgot that I was recording. That would be so boring. Yeah. Nobody would like that. Nah, well. Yeah, there's a lot of one person podcasts out there. There's a ton of them. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't think of one one person podcast that I listen to. Yeah, I don't either. I man. just subscribe to one, but I think he's always got a guest. Right. I haven't listened to that. I do have Mike a few. Rowe. I have a few, not sponsored. I have a few. Um, yeah, not sponsored. I have a few uh, that have guests, but yeah, you gotta have you gotta have some interaction because the reality is for us, we're just talking, man. Like we're just having a conversation and welcoming people to listen. Thank you for listening, listeners. But we just welcome people to come on in and listen. This has gone on for so yeah. long. So if you're playing the track right now, you've started it. You started that uh, a long time ago, and you've had to just maybe repeat it because it's been yeah the exit track. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're going to get out of here. Have we said thank you yet? Thank you for listening. Uh, and until next time, see you later.